Wolfpack Marketing is proudly brought to you by The Internship, awakening the marketing channel you never knew you had. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this, our next episode of Wolfpack Marketing. We've got some really special guests in the house with us today, or in, in our relative, uh, respective houses, I suppose, today. Um, I'm going to hand over to Nick, um, our permanent special guest, to actually introduce those guests for us. And Nick's also going to take the driving seat today, and he'll be conducting most of the uh, interviews and the Q&As, and I'll obviously uh, pipe in where possible. So, Nick, um, how are you doing, bud? Yeah, good. Thanks. And you, Kev? Thanks, man. Excellent. Well, um, over to you, Nick. So I'm really looking forward to this episode. So let's get going. Yeah, so am I. So am I. Thanks. Hi, everybody out there listening. Um, like Kevin said, we've got some great guests on today. They're from a company called Solar Africa. And uh, we've got uh, Bianca and Candice from there. And uh, they're actually busy running one of our hashtag Wolfpack marketing programs at the moment. Um, it's an employee advocacy program that we that we've got going with them, where they've got a team of people all activated and participating nicely on social media, on LinkedIn specifically. And um, welcome, ladies. Welcome to our podcast. Hi, nice to be here. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, it's our pleasure, absolutely. And thanks for spending the time to come and chat to us a little bit. Um, first of all, tell us, please, who is uh, who are you and who is Solar Africa and what do you guys do? Okay, um, so, so I'm happy to start. Um, I'm Bianca. I'm Marketing and Communications Manager for Solar Africa. And we offer a solar finance product called a Power Purchase Agreement. So it's where you get a solar system installed on your roof at no cost. And we just sell power to you at a cheaper tariff than, than the grid. So you only pay for what you use. And... Um, we monitor and manage the system on off of you so you don't have to worry about, about any of that. Well, that sounds interesting and I think quite uh, pertinent for today's um, South African situation, definitely. And is that for um, your, your solar systems, is that available to anybody or do you target a specific... Uh, we focus mainly on commercial and industrial businesses. So for us, um, our ultimate goal is to offer our end customer ultimate, the, the highest savings possible. So high power users generally save more. So that's our, our biggest um, focus. However, any business where we are able to offer a savings is, is definitely a fantastic option for us and, and something we want to, to push and help um, customers, especially given the, the current circumstances, being able to offer a, a solution where businesses can save money reducing their electricity costs without having to physically pay for the solar system, as that's often, you know, the sort of biggest barrier to entry, if we could call it that, that, you know, the, the expense of a solar system is quite high. So we offer a CapEx-free solution where, where businesses can still save at the end of the day. That sounds like a no-brainer. You guys must be running <laughs> flat <Very> out. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and but, uh, Hans, would you like to, to let us know what you do? Yeah, so I am the general manager for Solar Africa. 
Um, my responsibility is primarily in the recruiting side, um, the HR functionality and the day-to-day -day operations. Uh, my background is from a digital marketing uh, background. So I have been a marketing consultant for many years um, when I joined the company and have just progressed through the ranks into different areas that actually interest me. And uh, yeah, it's an excellent company to work with and for, and just really proud of my team and what we're doing. We're very passionate about it. And uh, as you can say, it is a no brainer product. So it's, it's really a lot of fun to market this at the same time as educate. It's a huge part of what we do. So yeah, really love it. Oh, sounds fantastic. It sounds like just what, just what uh, South Africa actually needs at this point in time. Agree. Cool. So again, thank you for coming on. And um, I've already mentioned you guys are running uh, one of our managed employee advocacy programs. Maybe you can just tell us what, what helped you decide to take the leap and start doing something like this. Well, B, you found this program, didn't you? You were very excited by this when you came across it. Yeah. I think, um, you know, we've been quite aware that LinkedIn is such a growing platform at the moment, and especially with the focus on B2B. It's, it's right up, you know, our, our target audience. That's exactly who we're focusing on. And I think um, not being a relatively new platform, but I think for a lot of people um, in the industry, not everyone is is too well equipped on LinkedIn to know exactly what to do, what to say, how to speak about your brand, how to confidently promote your brand in your own capacity. And it's, it's always something that I've, I've felt passionate about and really wanted um, our team to, to learn how to use better. But I think me, even leading the marketing team, was a little bit apprehensive at first as to how, how do I go and do this? I'm so scared. Even though I, I managed the Solar Africa brand and all the social media accounts, I was still worried in my personal capacity how I could do this and influence, um, you know, the perceptions of other people who might be interested in solar, but from a, you know, my personal platform. So coming across, um, Nick actually, you know, introduced me to the program and uh, it was just quite crazy at the end of last year. And I promised him I would get back to him because it was something that was on top of my, my priority list. And come January, I was like, this is what we're doing. And um, I pitched it to our management team and they really, you know, jumped at it, thought it was a fantastic opportunity to get a group of people in our company on board and really focusing on the, you know, the, the true inside of our, our brand and what we do and just trying to get people to understand our company because I think in some ways, um, Solar, you know, it, it can be quite complicated and it's not just a simple straightforward solution. There's always a lot that goes with it. So just trying to get people to understand in layman's terms what we do and how simple our solution is was a very big thing for me. So, yeah, I think um, just reading about the program and how we could help our staff to be comfortable with with advocating our brand online on a platform that's tailored for our business. It was just a fantastic opportunity for us. And I really, I'm so glad that the team could see that value and, you know, allowed us to go ahead with it. So, yeah. yeah I also think it's pertinent to add as an independent, like as one person in the marketing team, you're managing, you know, there's a company of 27 and for Bianca being the brand custodian um, and responsible for all of the messaging and how we put it out and being our, you know, perfect grammar and English checker, nothing goes unless <laughs> it's perfect. 
um, it was quite overwhelming as to how you would train a team as one person whilst doing your day-to-day jobs to, yeah. to embrace this. How do you keep up on top of it? How do you get a new routine with people who've already got day jobs that are full? How would we do it? And we've looked at this many times. We've each logged in as the MDs, as the CEOs, yeah. and pushed out messages that they've shared on other platforms within the company. Yeah, trying to get our MDs and, and CEOs involved and have an opinion. They're very intelligent humans. And we're like, come on, you need to go to the market and have a personal opinion on this. We speak as a company. You can speak as an individual with authority. And it just never took off. It just, we could not get people to in the company to yeah. embrace it regularly. Um, and as be managing, you know, the entire company brand and all of our different digital platforms, we just, we've been stuck on it. And we've spoken about it over and over and over again. So for her to come across a company that specializes with a course, with a dedicated team, with our, we've got a coach. I mean, who gets a coach for this? And it's just wonderful to have that whole black offering come to us. Um, and yes, we pay for that, but it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing to be able to pay for. And then I've never seen Bianca so relaxed with rolling out something of this magnitude because of the support of an external expert coming on board. And I think that's what's, but, what tipped us to say yes. So ladies, yeah. if, if I can maybe sure. just um, sort of pipe in there, it, sort of, it almost sounds as if there were sort of, um, and Bianca, maybe um, to you, there were sort of three problems that kind of you were looking at. And so the one was uh, sort of a share of voice, getting yourselves out there. The second one was the education element that you speak of. And then, Third was how to utilize your existing team members um, and how to get them um, into the chaos of things and doing things sort of out there on, on social media, right? Yes, yes. So, and I think, you know, when Cairns mentions that we, we've sort of tried some things before, my thinking originally originally was, okay, I'm going to have to set up a calendar. I'm going to have to pre-type all our messages for different people in different ways and then set up their schedules and get them to just like <laughs> copy and paste the message. Like that was my thinking because I thought how on earth am I going to be able to, to manage this? And I think it, it does come down to me being slight perfectionist and wanting to make sure that everything is 3,010% correct. But I think at the end of the day, we are all humans and you know, something it can, it can be corrected if there's one small fact that we may have got wrong at some point, but giving our, um, like empowering our staff to be able to go and confidently promote our brand. That's something that we all believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, I'm, I'm, it's I'm interested in your analogy of being a slight perfectionist at 2010%. <laughs> yeah. Bianca is the only person I've ever met apart from our CEO who uses a ruler to measure things on a screen. I mean, I, she was hired immediately. <laughs> right, well, I mean, and, then, and hats off to you as well, though, for, for having, I suppose, the confidence to let the kids free, right? You know, let them get going. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I must say I was quite nervous at first, but I think um, our team has really done so well. Like I'm super, super proud of them for, I'm sure we'll get into that later, the participation and interaction, but um, yeah, I, it's, it's been so like amazing so far. I really can't be more proud. <laughs> I think so I'll take this thing. opportunity at this time yeah. to congratulate you guys because your, your team has, uh, you know, outperformed, I think even even our lofty expectations from a participation perspective, from an engagement perspective, 
Um, maybe, you know, so the numbers that we see on our side, because of course we, we build reports for you guys and we, we want to show you that, you know, there's value coming out towards your, towards your brand. But, um, you know, so we see a lot of posts going out, a lot of engagement happening. Uh, people are growing their networks all the time. I mean, last month, so just for everyone out there, you guys are now halfway basically in your program. And last month alone, your team grew their collective audience by over 700 sets of eyeballs. Yeah, now, for anyone who's it. ever tried to do digital marketing before, and especially on LinkedIn and concentrating on yeah. a company page, that's almost impossible to achieve. You can't get audience growth like that organically without spending a lot of money within those platforms. Um, maybe just tell, tell me what, uh, or give, me, give us some feedback what is your team saying and what are their feelings around participating in this? Um, are they enjoying it? Are they finding it easy? Are they finding it difficult? Is it something that um, you think is becoming more spontaneous out of these guys? We, I don't know if, if I can step in on this one because um, I think <laughs> that choosing the team that we were going to train was a big challenge. Bianca and I sat down and really brainstormed. Now, our company operates on a very strict criteria of core values. We've got five core values. So every person that is in our company meets these core values. So we knew that every person we chose would be up for this challenge, would embrace it, would want to learn, would be passionate, would take the initiative, they would try, they would learn, um, and they'd get involved. We, we did know that. But we, we specifically took a long time to choose various departments and individuals that we felt could really benefit themselves um, and, and grow as individuals. That's very, very important for us as, as business owners and managers is to grow our teams and empower them. And so we chose, we took a long time to do it. We put the team together. We had a one day training session with you guys. And then we were told we're going to have a WhatsApp group and this is how it would work. And I think at first we were all a little nervous, even, you know, the marketing experts were a bit nervous, <laughs> um, but they don't, I don't think anyone has found it difficult at all. And the speed of which they're posting and the confidence with their own flair and this, the culture in the team is like in the company is like, Oh my gosh, we've got LinkedIn experts in the company. And now we have other members in the company coming to yeah. any one of us in the 10 to say, how do I do this? Can you please help me? I ran a 15 to 20 minutes little mini workshop with eight other employees who wanted to know how to make theirs look better like their colleagues and who wanted to have a comment and a say, and, and how can I do it? And, and what if I get it wrong? And Bianca is like, no, chill, you can't get it wrong. You know, just use your voice and speak from your department and your expertise and become an expert on it. And it's just the most empowering thing. And we have an accountant on there. I mean, Antoinette was terribly nervous. She lost sleep the night before training and said, you know, this is just completely out of my skill set. I'm a number cruncher. You know, that's what I do. I can't possibly put myself out there like this. And she's thoroughly enjoying it. And I mean, if you look at our results, she's doing so well, hey, B? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that for me has been so remarkable from the team because as Kans mentioned, we try to get um, diversity within the team so that we don't have people from the same department saying the same things because I, li I love having the different perspectives of different departments. And I think having someone like Antoinette and someone like Sine as well from our operation side of things, both extremely nervous to go and put themselves out there and you know act like experts and ambassadors for the brand they both have taken so well to it and doing so well the results are are right there 
and you can just see the confidence coming through and the, the results paying off. So it's really, yeah, they've really done well given the being so apprehensive at first and, and quite scared. <laughs> I think also one of our core values is the no ego. Sorry, um, Nick, it's just the the no ego is a very big thing in our company. So nobody likes to boast and nobody likes to put themselves out there and pretend that they know more. Even if they do know more, they don't like to come across that they know more than somebody else in the company. It's a big part of our culture. So to say to someone, you're allowed to speak on authority and we encourage it and you actually do know more than the person next to you. Go for it. Speak on what you know. Speak on what you love. We even have Mr. Health and Safety on there. And it's, it's been fantastic to see the, the, how they've embraced it, the positive mindset. And you guys have made it easy. It's really not yes. been overwhelming. Yes, for sure. Well, it's extremely encouraging to hear that from you guys. And I'm very happy for you guys. I'm very excited for you guys. And um, even more excited that there's still at least two months to go with this team, you know, and it's, uh, it's looking fantastic. Um, maybe you can just tell me a couple of issues that you were facing one or two before you implemented the program and how the programs actually helped. Um, I have something in mind that I think you're going to say, but I need to hear it from you. Um, I think, well, one of my biggest things was the, the education, education, educating our audience on on what we do so for the last six months i've been on a mission to try and educate our audience on exactly what we do because there's a lot of misconception out there like are we an epc are we not do we physically install we're solar finance specialists so you know just trying to get people to understand what we do and what what our company is about was a big thing for me educating people on solar that you don't always have to buy the system you can actually just pay for the solar at a cheaper tariff and we'll install it on your roof we'll manage it we'll make sure it's functioning 24 7 like it's meant to giving you the highest savings at the end of the day and just trying to get people to understand that was a big thing for me so getting it and you know i think one of the things that caught my mind uh, caught, caught my eye from Um, our first introduction was that people, um, they take, uh, they believe uh, other people's opinions more than it coming from the brand itself. And that for me was a real one. If I can get other people to understand from our staff's perspective, what we do and, and that it is actually a no brainer, that'll be a real one. Not just solar Africa at the end of the day saying that, you know, our solution is fantastic. You should really consider it. And what have you seen from the market in response to that education drive? Have you seen people more receptive of your concept? Yes, for sure. In the last six months, I've definitely seen, um, since we embarked on the, the, the educating side of things, and having the last two months focusing on our, our advocacy training, it has definitely increased the, the overall awareness on what a power purchase agreement is. And we're definitely seeing more businesses, more end customers asking when, when it, if their ultimate goal is to buy a solar system because they have the CapEx, they are still asking to see a power purchase agreement solution. They, they're considering it. And that for us was a big thing right in the beginning where People didn't know about it. It's, it's not a rental. It's not a lease. But it could be seen in a similar way because you don't have to pay for the system. You're just paying for your solar at a cheaper tariff. And be so, the, the quality of the leads. Like when you talk about people being aware of the PPA, now, we, Bianca 
monitors every single lead that we ever get in. And the quality has gone from these homeowners that are just not our demographic to the correct, you know, types of businesses that we're trying to embrace. And I think um, when you talk about issues as well, purely selfishly from, from my position was I use LinkedIn for recruitment. That is it. That was always the platform for recruitment. But how do we attract other people to our company um, based on our culture and other people enjoying working here? You know, how do I differentiate this solar company from other solar companies that are recruiting? And that came from the employees pushing out how much they love their job or what they like about it or the different interesting posts and becoming experts. And then the cost, B, I mean, if we look at how much we'd spent on marketing on LinkedIn, um, yeah. we could train our own staff and they could go out and push the, the messages in their own way um, for a fraction of the cost. If you just look at the training versus ongoing advertising. Yeah. Yes, most certainly. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, I hadn't even thought to really ask you about um, that, that just yet. But I mean, it's fantastic that you feel that you're getting a good return on that investment compared to things like paid advertising on, on different platforms. So that's, that's also very encouraging. Thanks, thanks for that, Candice. Um, but Bianca, tell me, Bianca, uh, Candice has said that you measure everything um, and, and being the, the slight perfectionist that you are. <laughs> what, are the, what are the most important things do you think that you are measuring at the moment um, that are coming out of your social media activity in general? What do you, what do you look at as a, as a marketer and someone in charge of marketing to know that you're being effective? <clears throat> so I think in general, for me, what has been, you know, the highest satisfaction has been seeing the level of engagement. And if I could even call it noise, at, you know, the, the number of leads have increased, the, the level of engagement, the number of impressions, our followers on LinkedIn, we've seen a 24% increase in our followers over the last few months. And I firmly believe it's our staff members who are reaching their audiences you know, their eyes, it's, it's different people. It's not just us from a individual Solar Africa brand trying to target different people and, and just gain followers organically. It's our staff who are, are reaching different people who are, are interested in the brand and are starting to follow us. And, you know, they're wanting to see how we're saving companies money and how the solution works and, you know, what's coming next, how are we going to try and, you know, even just given in the coronavirus we're currently facing and how we, we are, now we can offer to to buy back so businesses that have um, already bought and installed solar systems. How we can buy it back to free up capital for their businesses during this this stressful time. So having the the um, engagements, impressions, likes, and this stems across um, both all our platforms on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. The level of interaction is a lot higher and the followers have increased dramatically. It's also then linked to our website. So the number of website visits we've, we've increased, it has doubled. And wow, that's doubled. The, it's doubled. Yes. That's so amazing. I think now, obviously like given, um, you know, it's been Easter and stuff this week, we've definitely seen, and since lockdown, a slight drop, but it's, it's nothing that I'm, I'm worried about at all. I think it's, it's understandable. But it's definitely we've seen a, a massive increase on all platforms, our websites. And we hit a record number of leads of 44 leads the week that we launched our employee advocacy campaign. Well, that's absolutely incredible. Like, um, I, can't, I couldn't have um, wished for anything better for you guys. I'm, and I'm, I'm really, really happy for you. 
and, uh, and and I just feel you know honored and privileged that we could help you guys with this, um, even if you uh, you know we we don't know we didn't really know much about your business, but now you know we can see that what we offer is actually you know can help businesses like yours, and I suppose you know we've got clients in other industries as well, and we're seeing similar results. So very very encouraging uh, for us. Um, that's that's all the questions that I really have for you guys. Um, I'm sitting here smiling around my head, which is which is great. <laughs> um, Kev, do you have any other questions that you'd like to ask the ladies? No, just maybe just a, a, a comment and a, and a, um, back to the ladies as well. And I think it really is a, t- a testament to you guys and your culture that you guys are really. Nick spoke about the fact that you've even exceeded our expectations, and we have we set pretty quite high standards for ourselves in order. Uh, us to mark a program as being successful and as he, as he alluded to you've you've definitely reached that bar and some and i think the testament to there is really is just the culture that you guys have in that organization you know right from when we did the initial training session um through to looking at your participation levels it's really really obvious um, that you guys work well as a team and so congratulations on that and, and keep that keep that up thanks kevin thank you, thank you. i think one thing that I, I did, it's a quote that's always been in the back of my head um, and I've always wanted to work for a business where I'd be able to say it and I think this is the perfect example of it is the Richard Branson quote that says, train people well enough so that they can leave but treat them well enough so they don't want to and I think yeah. as a business it's really important to really spend the time on training staff and enough skilling them in their own ways and it's, you know, it might not need to be an engineering course or an electronics course or you know, an extra digital marketing course for B. It's not necessarily that, but giving teams soft skills in this day and age is so important. And I think that was a huge deciding factor for us on multiple levels um, that just made sense to use this opportunity to just grow our staff independently and individually and in return benefit the business. It just seemed a no-brainer. And I just think at this time, you know, with everybody being at home, your course would be applicable to to run digital webinars and seminars and train people it's a perfect skill set to give them right now while they're at home working from home in a challenging environment um this is this is the perfect time to be on linkedin and utilizing it and it's not just for hr anymore i mean we're seeing the results across board um with all the different uh, people getting involved hey b it's just very very good professional platform it's uh, it reminds me you sort of sparked the other quote related to training, which is, um, what if I train my people and they leave? And the, and the, the answer to that is, um, what if you don't train them and they stay? So that's the other side of that quote. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's the other one that I was thinking of, Kevin. It yeah. just, this is, that's what went through my mind when we selected this particular yeah. training course. It was exactly that. Exactly. Right. <laughs> now, 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 Candace, what would you say to, you know, I I have encountered this before where people say, oh, I don't really want to make my people that visible on LinkedIn because um, I'm afraid they'll be headhunted. What would, you, what would you tell those people? I'd highly encourage it anyway. There is always that risk. They're going to find your team anyway. And I know a lot of businesses who don't put their teams on their websites because they're worried that their team might be visible and be headhunted. The same with LinkedIn. We've got some, for example, our sales guy, Jason, is very visible. He's got a great yep. following, great engagement. He must have job, job offers coming in regularly. And that's, again, treat them well enough so they don't want to. We, I think it comes from recruiting right from the very beginning and choosing the right people 
And I always say, I don't need the best, whatever it might necessarily be, but I do need somebody to meet our core values and who's very good at what they want to do and what they do and want to learn and they'll stay. And I think it comes down to company culture during this time, particularly with the the COVID-19 issues, you're seeing some companies that are really looking after their staff that are really going above and beyond and engaging. I mean, we had a motivational speaker via Zoom the other day um, and doing things like that. I don't see why our team would want to leave. So for other companies that think it's a risk, I would tell them, what are they hiding? I mean, why would their staff want to leave? And encourage them, upskill them, give them every skill they have. And if they choose to, then that's great too. You'll find the next best person that comes in and will be perfect for your company. Um, But don't hold people back. Really don't hold anybody back. That's fantastic. I like that. Well, great stuff. Uh, Bianca and Candice, thank you so much for your time chatting to us this morning. Um, I think it was uh, really affirmational for, for us sitting on this side. Um, gives us um, a lot of excitement as well, knowing that we can, you know, definitely add value to your organization. And, um, you know, we look forward to the walking the next step of the journey with you guys and seeing what else we can achieve. Thank Thanks, you. ladies. And stay safe out there. Absolutely. And we'll stay you. safe in there, rather, should I say. And, um, yeah, we'll chat soon. <laughs> <laughs> chat soon. Keep well. Bye-bye. Thanks. Okay. So much. Bye. All right. Bye.